Oh, well, hello there. It's Thursday. It's five o'clock and it is five in midfield and we're back again for another round of our top fives. I'm joined this week again by Dylan, who's uh, substituting really well for the partly injured Gav Mac. Um, how are you doing, Dylan? I'm good. How are you, Steve? Yeah, mate, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. So before we get into our top fives, um, obviously we've got to do our housekeeping in order because we've always got to make sure we get that right. So... Download Soccer Manager 2021, um, available obviously from the Google Play Store and from the App Store. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant soccer management game. Get on it, have fun, enjoy it. It's one of the best out there. And you can catch us absolutely whenever you want because we're on Twitter, we're on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on Facebook. You can get us on a podcast, you can join us live on the stream right now on Facebook. And we are always the same. We are two up top football. And did you know, if you tap two up top into football, we come up first. Number one. Number one. Always number one. That's how I like to roll. So let's get straight into it then, Dylan. Top fives for today. And we are talking about what a waste of talent. Yeah. So we're talking about old or young or old players, players that had huge amount of hype to them and squandered it yeah so let's kick off i think i think you should go first on this one dylan so okay we'll, we'll kick well, you off my number five is the next david beckham david oh. bentley david bentley what what can you say about david bentley they um, <laughs> well yeah david bentley for one was meant to be the next david beckham right and literally he, once he got the money, he was getting Bentleys. He was more bothered about money than he was the game. And the guy ended up retiring at twenty nine because by the end, he, no one wanted him because he wasn't he wasn't bothering. Like the talent he had, I think he scored some world class goals. I think it was against Arsenal when he scored from like yeah. halfway line. Yeah, you know, little tap up onto his knee and yeah. then the volley playing yeah, for Spurs. Yeah, yeah. And but that, that was that was pretty much his highlight, wasn't he? He had a yeah. great season leading up to the transfer over to Spurs. He was playing for Blackburn. Blackburn, yeah. Did really, 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 really well. And then I, I just remember that one moment when Spurs qualified for the Champions League yeah. and he came live on Sky Sports, poured a massive bucket of ice-cold water over Harry Redknapp and you just looked at Harry immediately when you're done, mate. Yeah. And everything went wrong for him after that. Yeah. So, yeah, I agree with you. Massive, massive waste of talent. Who's your number four? My number four is the next Messi. Uh, Bojang. Bojang. Uh, Kirkham, I think his second name is. Uh, but, do you know the saying? Can he, uh, can he do a cold night in Stoke? Never yeah. Messi couldn't. You know, this, this guy, he, he was meant to be up there. He was a little bit younger and he was meant to be better than him. When, people, when he was coming through, people were like, yeah, you think Messi's good? Bojang's better. And uh, honestly, like a lot of like a lot of the players who come through Barcelona, never lived up to the hype. Very, very true. And where's he? I mean, where is he playing now? Is he over in the MLS, isn't he? I think yeah, probably, mate. Yeah, getting that getting that coin. But there's another player who pretty... could have been in there who's playing in the MLS now, and like could have been Carlos Vela. He was a close. He was six for me. Wow, it's pretty shocking. I mean, yeah, it's a cold night in Stoke, and he ended up playing for Stoke, and he's over in the MLS. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty rough on his part. Um, number three. Number three has got to be Charisma. 
Uh, charisma, Jesus Christ. This was like, he he was better than Ronaldo. If he put the work in, like Ronaldo did, he could arguably be better than, than Ronaldo and Messi. But, as we said before, he didn't put the work in. Uh, he just liked partying, from the looks of it. I think he just liked partying. He was a bit yeah. of a, um, he wants to be a bit of a fug on the pitch. That that's what he was like. But nah, he he, he could have been, he could have been the best. Well, I think he's had probably the best part of his career has been the later stages of his career. You know, he's yeah, he's always had issues with his discipline. He's playing in he's playing in leagues that are like he's playing in the Tags League and he's he turned up in the Tags League. Quite a lot of players have gone to the Texas League and turned it up. You know what I mean? Like who who aren't who have been in the Premier League and not you know not not done anything. So I like That's I like them at Porto. His early age, his early days at Porto were class. But apart from that, nah, in my eyes, no. His his um, height was just so so big. Number two, number two, I've gone for Ben Arthur. Now this guy. Was as I ju- as I just said, Charisma was better than Ronaldo, was better than Ronaldo, but never put the work in. This guy was this guy was like Messi. He, if he would have put the work in and continued, he was technically one of the best players that we've ever seen in the Premier League. Technically, but I remember watching him for Newcastle and thinking, what an absolute player! Do, do you remember that time when he takes on six players, runs straight through the middle, yeah. six players, and just slots it in? Yeah, and, vividly. Like, this guy is class. He had everything. He was quick, skillful, finesse, like an eye for creativity that you just cannot coach. What I do um, about him, though, what a player, is the fact that he, when he fell off, he came back and then got a move to PSG. But again, it, it was just like, 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 like the old Hassan Ben Arthur. We're getting, nah, can't be bothered. Laziness, laziness. That's what. That's all Ben Arthur was. Laziness. Couldn't be asked. So yeah. swear, but couldn't be bothered putting the work in. Yep. Okay. So we've had some big ones. So who's been your number one? Who's the biggest waste of talent? Well, let's put it this way. His signature's just just about there. Oh, Should so it must next R nine. That man. Adrian. Adriano. Yeah, Adriano. The Empire. He well. was. Unreal for a, for a small little period, he was the as I said before, he was meant to be the next R9. There was a time when Brazil only needed a striker, that's all they needed. And because this guy fell off, I think there was a few personal reasons in there. I don't think it was all just him, I think there was a few personal reasons in the reason why he has fell off so much. But yeah, as I said, Brazil needed a striker. They had Fred and Wagner's uh, love. He he was he was so highly thought of, and he just went off the map. It was, he was a beast. Like, 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 they, like he was, you know, two thousand six, two thousand seven, around them same times. Fell off by two thousand and ten. He wasn't he wasn't there. You know, he'd gone. Yeah. Yeah, Shot that, power 99, 100%, 100%, 100% Gav. If you ever played pro relation soccer, this guy, 06, long shots, boom. He was an absolute beast. I can remember watching some of the games that he played for Inter Milan and 
forget just the power that he can generate off his boot. Yeah. He was strong. He was athletic. He had a degree of finesse about him as well. Ash, yeah, he had pretty he much had everything. If he yeah. could just get his head straight yeah. and keep his career and his personal life on the straight and narrow, he would have been, without a doubt, one of the world's top, top players. Yeah. You'd have been talking about him as a Ballon d'Or nominee at the very least. Well, I, th- I think at that time, he was actually like... In, in quite close to getting the Ballon d'Or at one point, like that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, when he was young, yeah, he, he was yeah when he was at Inter Milan, he was turning players. Just, just honestly, if you don't know who Adriano is, just what, just go and search it. Because honestly, yeah, he was a player. Yeah, I think that's a tough list to follow, mate. I don't know how I'm going to follow that really, but I'm going to try. Yeah, and we've mentioned. A few big names. So I'm going to throw out one that was billed as the next Zinedine Zidane. And it was this man, Adele Tarrat. Now, come over into the uh, English Premier League. Um, didn't well, really do a lot. Well, yeah, no, actually, Spurs. No, he came over to Spurs first. Yeah. Honestly, he looked like he had no control over his legs. Um. As it turned out, he had no control over his ability to eat either. Um, and he subsequently got shipped out to the championship. Now, he kind of found himself in the championship. Yeah. Had a great time over at QPR. Unreal. And then got him promoted up to the Premier League. He had, what, that one season in the Premier League? And then again, just kind of fell by the wayside. And, I mean, this guy had proper, proper skills. He had yeah. everything. But he just could not keep himself fit and that was the problem he was the only like the only player you can actually compare him to back in the day where qpr days was so that realistically it was again couldn't keep himself fit poor diet choices poor lifestyle choices just everything that you shouldn't be doing as a professional footballer he was on it and you can't it's not like it was in the 90s we can get away with it because everyone else is doing the same you can't you have to take a far more professional approach now and he couldn't do it and that's why he didn't cut the mustard my number four a big name that everyone knows and it was this man paul gascoigne completely agree i feel sorry for paul gascoigne we're talking about a player that scored that iconic goal at euro 96 against scotland that's probably still one of the best goals i've ever seen in a euro tournament yeah what a, I mean, if you've not seen it, if you're too young, go on YouTube, Paul Gascoigne versus Scotland, Euro 96. That goal is immense. However, you're talking about a player that every time he got injured, had massive issues with mental health, um, huge problems with alcohol and drinking sessions, hence the old dentist chair celebration back yeah. in Euro 96. A player that was worth five and a half million pounds back in 1992 and he went over to Lazio. I think it was a British record transfer at the time. He was that good. And then he left Lazio and ended up in the Scottish Premier League, which, okay, it's not that bad. But when you were that good, it's poor. He should have been one of the world's top players, not just England's best midfielder. He should have been one of the world's best midfielders because he had everything but he could not keep himself away from the kebabs away from the alcohol and since then he's his life has just gone from one problem if, to another if, one if it's he i mean kept himself fit steve you know what you're saying there you keep you keep himself fit he's getting put in the same category as Johan cruyff zidane Zidane. you know he's getting put in that category but 
in my eyes, he's not in that casket. No win there. No, because he couldn't keep himself in the straight and narrow. I mean, we're talking about a player that has been jailed, sectioned, beating up his wife. I mean, I he, he's had that for me, like the newspapers. He just newspapers couldn't cope. On him, so. He just couldn't cope. And I, I, I do feel for him because football was his, was his therapy. And as soon as that was taken away, he just fell apart. Um, but that's the sad story of Paul Gascoigne. So that's my number four. Number three. And I went for this man over at Manchester City, Michael Johnson. Uh, Deep Mahaman, who knows quite a fair few decent players and can really spot them, recommended this guy as the future Michael Balak because he had everything that you'd expect from a, an experienced midfielder, but he had it at the age of 19 and 20. Like he was good. They thought he was going to be a future England star and would have really gone on and shone for Manchester City for years to come. But you're talking about a guy that he made his debut in 06, 07. um, And by the time he got released for Manchester City in 2012, he'd only played four appearances in five seasons. You know, his whole personal life had gone to pot. You're talking about a guy that got done for drink driving while he was still serving bail for drink driving, <laughs> he crashed his car again. Oh. And then literally within months of that, he got done again for drink driving when he crashed his car into his girlfriend's house. So the guy has just had a horrendous time. And again, it, he spent a vast majority of his time at Manchester City, checked into the private clinic. Uh, he's really struggled and just struggled horrifically with mental health problems. Yeah. Um, I think he's actually started up his own company doing, he's either doing lettings or estate agencies now. Yeah, and, he has them. Yeah, yeah, he yeah, seems... Say that. like, that's what he's doing. He's like, doing like what Robbie Fowler's done. Yeah, so good on him. And honestly, Michael, if you're watching or listening in, please, we wish you all the best and good luck, mate. I hope you stay safe and healthy. So that brings me on to my number two. And um, I'm with you. I went for Ricardo Charisma. For much the same reasons, like lauded as being a mercurial talent, someone that had everything, but just had a horrendous attitude, poor discipline, poor tactical discipline, and just let what could have been a beautiful career really just be quite mediocre. So I agree with you in number two. But for number one, I went for an absolute winner. And it was this man, Ravel Morrison. What has happened to Ravel? Well, Alex Ferguson, I think he's the best player, best youth player he's ever seen in his life. So, yeah. When Alex Ferguson picks up the phone to, I think it was Sam Allardyce at the time, and says, If you can sort this lad out, you have got a worldie on your hands. And even Big Sam couldn't sort him out. Yeah. And then he goes, just starts to snowball clubs and he's never got it right. His off field issues have been yeah, just, been uh, you know, they've been horrendous. He just can't control himself. Yeah. And that's always been the problem with Ravel Morrison. You know, at the time when they were coming through the Manchester United youth system, he was leagues above Pogba. Pogba. Yeah. He, was, he yeah. was the player. So if you think of what Pogba has done, and then you look at where Ravel Morrison has done and you go, all that has gone wrong is purely because you have not managed to control your lifestyle. And as we've said before, in the 90s, you got away with 
drinking too much, yeah. partying too much, not eating right, hanging out with the wrong crowds because everybody was on it in one way, shape or another. Yeah. Now you can't. The game is at such an elite level. You cannot get away with that. And I think Ravel Morrison is probably on his last chance saloon uh, at the minute, certainly in the Premier League. And if he doesn't sort himself out and really get himself straight, forget professional football, he'll either be one of these that just disappears and never comes back, or he'll be plummeting down the leagues and he'll end up playing non-league football in his 20s. In my eyes, we only ever got to see one little glimpse of him, really, didn't we, we book? Do you yeah. know when he played for West Ham? He played yeah. for West Ham and he had, I think he scored, like, I think it was Golden Month or something like that, but maybe, like, it, it was a, it, pretty similar to Hassan Ben Arthur's goal where he takes on six or seven players, comes through and puts it in, and you're like, this guy. He's got everything. They're very, they're very, very similar, you know what I mean? They, they just couldn't keep themselves, like, right. Supremely talented. He really has got everything, um, but he's got to sort himself out, so... What a waste of talent at the minute. He has an opportunity, unlike the rest of them, to actually write his career. So let's give him some credit for that. He's got an opportunity now. Let's hope he takes it. And let's hope we're looking back on these podcasts in two, three, four years' time going. He turned it around. But at the minute, yeah. I'm sorry, Ravel. You're a waste of talent, my friend. So, and that is it for us. So if you agree with us, if you disagree with us, come on. Come on the show, drop us a comment, let us well, know. We're on. more than happy to go and do it uh, and time and time again each week. We've got some really good shows coming up for you for the next couple of weeks as well. So please tune in and watch out for those. And once again, if you tune in and you're on Google and you just type in two up top, we come up first. So thanks very much for tuning in and we will see you guys hopefully next week. Peace, people.